Hey, everybody, and welcome to Outdoor Edge's Love of the Hunt TV and podcast. Hey, I wanted to talk with you about a really popular topic that's coming up here right now, and that's whether to debone your carcass or to bring those quarters out whole, right? Debone the carcass or bring those quarters out whole. And I get this question asked to me a lot because, you know, many people know that I love, you know, hunting Western big game. I spend a lot of time down in New Mexico, uh, Montana, Colorado, a lot of different places. So uh, guys are always asking, me about that question you know they see one outfitter do it one way they see another outfitter do it another way so you know i'm asking you guys too you can weigh in with your comments and your questions and everything like that below you know put your comments up we love hearing from you guys and you know interacting with you and everything like that so it all for me it all depends on temperature right i mean it all depends for me on temperature so here's you know as many of you know you know my background's in the meat packing industry and so here's one thing that i can tell you you know in the usda world you know the united states department of agriculture the fda world you have x amount of time to knock that animal down and get the hide off of it to let that body heat begin to escape right the last time i checked you know an animal's hide was waterproof right so it's difficult for that body moisture to get out of that carcass when you leave the hide on now i don't remember the exact um, time frame but i'm believing it's around 45 minutes from the time the gun goes off in the packing plant or the electric shock however they happen to be uh, disposing of the animal right or killing the animal um, so it depends right 45 minutes I believe is what it is that's how much time you have to get the hide off of it get the guts out of it and I know what you're saying is that Brad you know I don't even start tracking an animal until 30 minutes after I've made the shot well okay I, I'm, I'm not understanding Adam I'm just telling you that there's some science behind it that it is very important to get that hide off of that animal and let that body moisture escape we did another podcast here a little while ago on proper aging of your wild game meat so i'd encourage you to jump over and find that podcast as well proper aging of your wild game meat and which is a really hot topic also but if you don't get that hide off of there how is that body moisture going to escape from that carcass for two purposes one as I talk about in that particular podcast with aging, is letting that body moisture escape from the carcass really changes the flavor profile. It gets rid of that gamey flavor. So by you leaving that hide on there, that body moisture can't escape out through there. Or if it does, it's through minimal areas where you've cut that hind quarter off, maybe at the hip socket or at the front shoulder, you know, uh, and you're letting some of that body heat get out of there that way. But it really traps that body heat in there so i mean even if i'm gonna just quarter an animal believe i I did this before you know with an elk that i shot in new mexico and it was it was pretty cool out you know so i went ahead and just left the the front shoulders whole i didn't debone them and i stuck them in the game bags and then i packed them out that way now the hind quarters because of the large massive muscle tissue there i wanted to get that body moisture that heat up out of there so i went down in there and i pulled that big femur bone up out of there you know a couple reasons to do that one is it's less weight to carry out i mean if you're packing back in a long ways the last thing you want to be doing and i mean you know what i'm saying every pound counts when you're packing back in there a long ways you know man i'm telling you you take a backpack and you put 50 pounds of meat in it or 60 pounds there's a big difference between 65 so the last thing you want to be doing is carrying out another five pounds of bone that you're just going to be throwing away anyway so if i'm given the opportunity a lot of times i 
debone the whole animal absolutely no matter what whether it's a mule deer whether it's an elk um you know i've had uh, one um person commented about antelope you know now antelope you know i i don't quarter those to bring them out you know a lot of times when you're hunting antelope you know you're generally kind of in a public access area where you can get an atv kind of relatively close and you know you can field dress it and then you can go ahead and bring that animal out throw it in, and then get it in there but i always get the hide off of it right away you know an antelope meat man i can't believe the amount of comments i get from from viewers about uh antelope meat man i I think antelope meat is some of the best tasting meat that you can ever eat if it's taken care of properly. You know, we talked in that aging video about letting that body moisture evaporate from the carcass, letting that pH level rise, letting that muscle tissue break down, you know, so you got a good tender product that has a great flavor. So I think a lot of times, you know, guys don't give those antelope enough time to age properly. Don't hang them, right? Don't hang them. Let them hang in a walk-in cooler, something like that. You know, let that body moisture evaporate out of the carcass let that muscle tissue break down so that happens a lot but antelope i don't bring those out you know in quarters i mean i guess i probably could i've never been in a situation where i needed to but if i was going to i would definitely you know get the hide off of that animal as quickly as possible you know i know we all believe that our united states government is is you know full of baloney in a lot of different areas but i don't think the usda the united states department of agriculture is one of them you know i mean they are honestly concerned about the safety of the food that we consume out there in the public every day, whether it's through restaurants or grocery stores or packing companies. I mean, they're very genuinely, I've, I've met so many of them, you know, I've had the pleasure of meeting some, you know, even down in Washington, D.C., you know, when I was president of the Pennsylvania Meat Processors. So, I mean, I've had a lot of play, and they are really good people. They're very concerned about, um, you know, the products that we eat. So, uh, you know, getting that body moisture, getting that heat out of there is very important. Now, let's say your elk hunting and we're many of us are going to be elk hunting here right coming up in september and it's going to get really warm out there you know and you're going to shoot this animal and by you know they, they've got a term and i uh, you know the the meat packing term for it is called sour bone i mean i know that sounds like a weird uh, terminology i'm sure there's some fancy uh, name for it out there but we in the meat industry uh, at the packing plant level always called it sour bone and what happens when sour bone happens is you know, let's say a slaughter plant over overloads their walking cooler and they push you know 50 or 60 beef inside their walking cooler right and the temperature rises up you know and every cooler is going to rise up you know we've had this question with Coolabuck many times you know with the portable walking coolers guys will take and they'll hang two or three deer in there they'll hang an elk in there and all of a sudden the temperature in the cooler goes up to 50 degrees maybe 55 and they call on the phone panic and I'm like well hold on a minute you know you just introduced you know three or four hundred pounds of hot meat into a small area give the cooler a little bit of time and it'll start working that down working it down pulling that body heat out of that carcass bringing it down and bringing it down and then eventually they'll call me back in a couple hours say oh yeah you know you're right the temperature is coming down but where sour bone occurs is when you don't get that temperature down when you don't get that animal cooled down quick enough it starts souring in next to that bone that bone and that bone marrow and that hind quarter and in the front shoulder that holds a lot of heat and that heat's all trapped down in there in the densest part of the muscle that heat's all trapped in there and it gets a really sour smell to it and, and then even a worse taste and you know once again here we go you know talking about things that 
that turn off people when it comes to wild game meat, you know, and I always get the biggest kick out of guys. They'll be sitting around a campfire eating an animal that was freshly harvested, you know, and they're cutting the back straps out of it. They just harvest the animal and are standing around a campfire eating and going, oh man, that's so good. No, it's not. You know, you know, it's not good. It's just, you know, in the heat of the moment, you know, you just harvested an animal. Nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with that. And, uh, you know, just enjoy that meat. But no, it's not good. You want to get that body moisture out of there. Uh, but like I was saying, you know, let's get back on topic here with the elk hunts and the mule deer hunts, these early season hunts when it's going to be really warm out there. Yeah, it's very important. You know, get that hide off of there. Let that body moisture come out of that carcass. Let the body moisture come out of that carcass. You got to take that hide off of there anyway. It's got to come off anyway. And I know some guys say, oh, well, you know, it keeps it cleaner. Well, that's what game bags are for, right? You know, so take that hind quarter and get it into a game bag, skin it off. You know, pop it off at the joint, uh, debone it. You know, if it's really warm, uh, I mean, I'm talking like if it's above. 55 degrees, you know, 60 degrees. I always debone every part of it to give give my meat the best chance it can possibly have, you know, to let that body heat get up out of that carcass. Last thing you want to do is have it sour. So if you can if you can take that hind quarter and pull that up out of there, separate it out into the three different muscle pieces, you know, the top round, the bottom round, the eye round, the sirloin tip. If you can seam that apart, let all that body moisture come up out of there. Uh, you're going to have a lot better product when you get it home you know you're going to use game bags anyway so you know we talk about cross-contamination and another one of the podcasts that we did just recently we talked about cross-contamination you know and the way that you handle the animal you know some guys will be handling that hide with one hand and then they reach right over and they grab a hold of that hind quarter they grab a hold of a piece of meat that they plan on taking home and feeding to their family i mean man we tell our kids not to to eat a piece of meat that fell on the floor right piece of meat fell on the floor everybody's like oh no don't eat that buddy don't eat that let me wash it off let me clean it but meanwhile dad's out in the field and he's quartering up a deer and then he just grabs right a hold of that hind quarter with both of his dirty hands you know come on now that's cross-contamination so uh, you know we talked earlier about those antimicrobial game bags there that Kulabuck has you know those bags you know are proven in scientific laboratories to reduce the growth of surface bacteria by eight times the amount of a standard cotton game bag you know you're going to use a game bag anyway so why not use something that has some scientific data uh, behind it so you can take that animal and even if you do get some cross contamination on it even if it is really warm weather out there you can put it in that game bag reduce that growth of surface bacteria on there and it's going to give you a lot longer window of opportunity to get that animal out of there and get it into proper refrigeration you know and as i said you're going to use a game bag anyway so why not use one that's going to help you out a little bit you know give you a little bigger bigger window of opportunity to get that animal down off the mountain and get it into proper refrigeration so to answer the question you know i always try to uh, debone the entire carcass anytime i can if it's cold out i know i'm saying you know below 50 you know below 50 sometimes i'll risk it you know and just leave the you know if i'm being lazy or it's getting dark on me or something like that i'll i'll leave that bone in that hind quarter maybe i'll leave that bone in that front shoulder but uh, i always get that hide off of there because it's got to come off anyway um you know so get that hide off 
off there. Let that body moisture out of that carcass. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you'd like to see more like it, I, you know, I said I referenced the, the podcast we did on cross-contamination. I referenced the other podcast that we did on uh, proper aging of your wild game meat. You can find all of those over on our website at loveofthehunt.tv.